Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here, and you know, Casey, we continue to try to get answers Mm -hmm. as to what's going on in Brownsburg involving the alleged abuse of that special needs child. And I got to tell you, Casey, as a resident of Brownsburg, and just as a, a, a decent person, it sucks how hard it is to get information from the school corporation and the, now the Brownsburg Police Department. Yeah, well, and what sucks even worse is that this actually happened, allegedly. Yeah, and of course, if you're just new to, to what we're talking about, uh, multiple teachers fired out in Brownsburg in regards to a special needs student allegedly being forced to eat his own vomit. And we have two very special guests on the line with us now, Catherine Michael and Tammy Meyer, and they are the attorneys representing uh, the family of this of this poor student and so tammy and Catherine. first of all thanks for joining us Catherine. i guess i'll start with you why are you guys taking this why are you helping this family how did you get involved so um both tammy and i have worked in education abuse cases um for almost you know more than 20 years um tammy a little bit um longer than i have but my focus in law is education um and i represent a number of, of special needs families all over our state um and i reside you know in, in carmel but not only our state but in uh, michigan ohio and texas and uh special education abuse is actually becoming far more common right we're all talking about this case now um but tammy and i have handled many cases where unfortunately it's not caught on camera the media is not hearing about it um but there are things happening in our schools in indiana that should really be causing us a lot of embarrassment so Catherine, you're saying that you're really not surprised by this unfortunately i'm not um because what we have been seeing is a trend of lack of enforcement of the special education laws in the state of Indiana. Um, the it, it has become harder and harder for families to advocate um, for this. The state has made it expensive, burdensome. Um, I'll, I'll send you both an article because you may want to talk about this uh, later in the show where parents were trying to advocate to make the system a little bit easier and they were actually laughed out of the legislature. Um, I think that may be an interesting um, article you want to talk about. I wasn't there. This is reported by independent reporters. Um, the the superintendent's um, organizations spend a lot of money lobbying to protect the schools um, from families versus lobbying to protect the students um, and the taxpayers of our state, which I think should be a concern for everybody listening. Um, because I think if, if you started to open up uh, what Tammy and I see um, over the last two decades, I, I think most people would be horrified. And, and we should not be living in a state where someone is at a disadvantage because their child happens to go to an Indiana public school. Uh, Tammy Meyer, Catherine Michael, our guests, they are representing the special needs student out in Brownsburg who was allegedly forced to eat his own vomit. Now, uh, Tammy, I can't tell you the amount of people who are cheering for you guys because they said, look, my kid has gone to Brownsburg. There has been various forms of abuse that has happened over the years. Uh, we've tried to report it. We've gotten nowhere with the administration. 
situation. There's a lot of people out there who claim that that, that this is not the first instance of various forms of abuse with special needs kids. And and it's amazing that it took this long for it to, to kind of come to light. Right. So, as Catherine said, I mean, it is shocking when you hear these cases, and unfortunately, we're seeing them more and more in all different forms. I mean, whether it's uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, the bullying, uh, I mean, they run the gamut. And uh, I don't know, as a grandmother and a mother, I'm shocked and appalled, but I also feel very privileged to be able to represent these families because they really do need someone to speak up for them. Tammy Meyer and Catherine Michael are on the line with us representing the special needs child out of Brownsburg, Brown Brown Elementary School. And uh, as Catherine mentioned, not all cases have been caught on camera like this one has. Does this help you in your case defending, helping this child? It does, um, because as you can imagine, when we represent um, children who have autism, who have communication issues, we often have many, many calls. And this goes to Rob's point of people have talked about this for a while. And and I can tell you uh, for sure this isn't, isn't Tammy and I's first rodeo. But what happens in most cases is a parent notices that a child starts to be scared of going to school. We've had cases where a child becomes so afraid to walk in a school building that they're urinating themselves, defecating on themselves. Parents know that something is wrong but there are no cameras in our classrooms right there are no and and some schools we don't have cameras in the hall and some schools we don't have cameras in the cafeteria so parents start to realize something is wrong whether or not they're they're seeing the abuse in the uh, behaviors of their child they know something is wrong or a child is coming home with injuries we get many many phone calls like that Um, but it's very hard to do anything Um, what we typically will try is to use the indiana special education laws and the federal special education laws. so the federal is called the individuals with disabilities education act and the state is called article 7 of the indiana code to basically argue that the program being provided for the child isn't appropriate right the parents are seeing behaviors the child is fearful The problem with that system is that the state controls it, right? And the state obviously wants to protect itself. So it has become more and more burdensome uh, for families. And these are damage-free cases. So when a parent brings something just trying to get some changes in their child's classroom, there's not monetary damages associated. Um, Or if a parent tries to get a child eligible for special education. Um, But what schools can do is just make this so burdensome, so expensive, and create hearings that are so long, it becomes impossible for a parent to make it through this system. And that's really the direction that we've been headed. And and that should that should spark fear not only in you know your your listeners, but for everyone, because you should be able to challenge an entity in a way that is affordable for the taxpayer, that is that is easy. Um, it shouldn't be so burdensome no one can do anything, whether you think your child is being abused and you're unable to get it prosecuted or to get a new program, or whether finally we have a situation where it's actually caught on video, right? And those are the ones we can get prosecuted and those are the ones we can really you know, use to show the public. We're hearing things every day that are terrifying 
here's just one example. And, and Tammy and I have a variety of cases that have videos. We just don't have situations where the media reports them all, right? They're not quite as heinous right. as this particular one. And, and that the fact it was captured. Well, right? I, because. Well, I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to once again introduce our guest, Catherine Michael, Tammy Meyer. They're representing the special needs student out of Brownsburg who was allegedly forced to eat his own vomit. Now, again, I think a lot of people are cheering for you guys because the the, the school board meeting the other night, as I understand it, it's the typical thing with, with Jim Snap and the school board. There's no responsibility. There's no accepting the blame. It's a deflection. We're not at fault. And this 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 has been going on for a very long time at Brownsburg schools where whether it's, you know, the superintendent claiming bus drivers would be fired if they weren't able to strong-arm tax increment finance dollars from the town or kids could die in the hallways by an active shooter if we don't get $100 million in, in new taxes via referendum. These people have used fear and intimidation for a very long time, and the fact that they, they Jim Snap and the school board, refuse to step up and take ownership for their role in this and failure to protect this kid, it's gross. Yeah, and, and Tammy, I completely agree with you, right? I mean, it, it really is. And I think the the fact, whether it's this case or other cases, right, that we always say that one episode that got seen, that one episode where a child gets grabbed on the bus harshly or gets slapped, that's all it was, rather than saying, we obviously have a problem that we need to fix. Why aren't our staff, who are mandatory reporters, reporting you know, horrific, gross acts of abuse. Why are our staff not standing up for the most vulnerable members of society? If we've got a problem in any school district, it is up to administration and the superintendent to be addressing that. Uh, because I think you know, this case is very illustrative of, I think, a, a much bigger problem. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. Our guests, Catherine Michael, Tammy Meyer, they are the attorneys for the family of the special needs child allegedly forced to eat his own vomit out in Brownsburg. A lot more of this conversation about uh, what's going on, about their plans to try to get justice for this family. We'll talk about it, about it more when we return. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Continuing our conversation now with Catherine Michael and Tammy Meyer. They are the attorneys uh, for the special needs student and the family and his family out in Brownsburg, who was allegedly forced to eat his own vomit. Of talking with them about their quest to get justice for the family. Casey, go ahead. I'm curious. Now we've been told that the teachers and the instructional aides have been terminated. Can you share with us what your next steps are? Where are you now in this? legal process so in indiana you can you have to file if you for any state claims what's called a tort claim notice and so a tort claim notice goes out just detailing what you know about a personal injury whether it's a child or an adult if it involves a government entity um so that will be you know the next step we're also going to be um looking at pursuing a number of other potential claims but one of the most important things um, that, that we have to do is really investigate everything. Um, have a very clear hold on what occurred, when it occurred. Um, and this would go for all cases, right? You don't, you don't just rush out and say, okay, we have this one thing. 
you look at it on, on that grander scale. And, and Tammy and I have been doing this a long time. I mean, I do this area exclusively. So for us, this that's where I say this case isn't as unique. Um, it's just one that thankfully was caught on camera. So, so yeah, because I think a lot of people are sitting at home going, okay, wait a second. The superintendent, Jib Snap, rules that place with an iron fist. People don't breathe wrong without him knowing about it. And, and they're, I guess, trying to say, well, this happened, and for two months that he didn't know about it. I just think people look at that and go that something doesn't sound right about that, that either he's so incompetent that this thing happened and he didn't know about it. I mean, if that's the case, the guy should totally be fired. I mean, uh, and so people just say, this doesn't seem right to us. And I'm I'm thankful you guys through the legal process are going to find out who knew what, when. Right. And yeah, oh, go sorry, ahead. Catherine. I think you've got to look at, at the problem when it comes up and say, look, this is not just one incident that we're so horrified by, because we are, but it's a system-wide problem. And I think you do have to stop from the top down um, and not just say, oh, some people failed to report here, um, you know, they're terminated. I think it's a system-wide problem that we're seeing throughout the state of Indiana. Do you, are you looking for more people in this case? Because as, as as I said earlier, I've had multiple parents reach out to me, and while it wasn't this specific incident or this type of thing, they said, look, there's been issues for a long time that we couldn't get any traction on. Are you asking other parents in Brownsburg to reach out to you? And if so, how would they do that? I think we would urge anyone who's witnessed or experienced child abuse, or you believe your child has experienced child abuse, you need to report that to the authorities first off. And then are you guys asking for more information on this case? Because, like, we, the public, are having trouble getting information. Are you guys able to get the information? The Brownsburg Police Department, we've had guests on who have been repeatedly denied public records requests to try to get information. Have you guys been able to get that information? Have you seen the video? I think what you're going to find with uh, any police department is that when there is an ongoing investigation, um, they will not be sharing certain things. Um, Certain things are public, like probable cause affidavits, which you can go online and read those uh, in this or other cases. Um, So that's the information that you're going to get right now. Ultimately, um, through discovery and civil litigation, uh, we're entitled to get a lot more information. And then ultimately, once an investigation is complete through a Freedom of Information Act request, you can also get information. But right now is a very difficult time to get um, information when the investigation is ongoing. I, uh, I'm concerned about the family and the child. Obviously, you have been in touch with the family. Can you give us any sort of update? Is the child doing better in better care at this point, I would assume? Yeah, what what we can say at this point is that it has been absolutely devastating um, to the family, as it would be to any family, right? Mm -hmm. And and the vast majority of our cases involving this type of abuse, because schools are acting basically in lieu of parents, right? And so when you send your child off to school... You're, and especially if you have a child with special needs or, you know, we have many uh, parents who have very young children. Um, when you're sending a child off to school and you know that they're not able to self-advocate, 
and you find out that these things have happened, it is absolutely devastating. And for children who are nonverbal or have limited verbal skills, um, when they're abused, it's often far worse because they're not able to recover from it with the traditional talk therapy, right? Where somebody can assure them, you know, this is never going to happen again. So it's a much longer course to rebuild trust and strength and um, an ability to become more independent with a child who's had abuse, who's just not able to process process it the same way. And so that's why this has been you know, far more devastating um, to this family than I think people realize, or maybe they do. I mean, I, thankfully, you know, I'm reading the outpouring of, of kindness towards them, um, but it has been absolutely devastating. Uh, Catherine Michael, uh, Tammy Meyer, attorneys for the family of the special needs student allegedly abused at Brownsburg, our guests. Uh, before we let you go, I think everybody with the heart is cheering for you guys to get justice for this family. I think uh, in Brownsburg specifically, everybody other than that superintendent and school board is cheerleading for you guys to get justice. Uh, they clearly dropped the ball here. So what what do you need from us? What do you want from the public at large? What can we do to help ensure that this family gets justice uh, and, and make your, your guys' job easier? Because that's what this is all about, justice for this kid who was so let down. I think in general, and I'm going to let uh, Tammy um, chime in here as well, but I think in general, families need to get to their school board meetings. Um, they need to be really clear of what they expect from their superintendent and administrators. Uh, they need to be emailing and writing their state representatives, their, you know, their legislators. Um, that becomes really important because, again, families don't have that much of a voice right now. And that voice, the voice that they, they do have needs to get a lot louder so that we can ensure this isn't happening again. You know, the next thing that I want to touch on is if there are individuals and who know of any type of abuse, it really is important they come forward. We've seen a lot of staff members um, in, in school districts throughout the country be afraid of coming forward and saying mm -hmm. what they witnessed because time had passed and they realized they're a mandatory reporter. Are they going to get in trouble for not reporting it at the time? And the fact is that it's far more important for the, the lives of that children and others that they come forward, even if some time has passed so that it can stop it in its tracks. But we do need a lot of changes. And I think, you know, parents getting vocal, not only in Brownsburg, but in every school district in the state about the changes that are needed is going to help. Guys, uh, like, you, yeah, go, go ahead, Tammy. Sorry. I, I think the old saying is, you know, you see something, you say something, and that's very true here. And I, I think with these cases, we just need to send a clear message that this type of behavior, any abuse of a child, is not going to be tolerated in the state of Indiana. Guys, we can't thank you enough for the the opportunity to talk with you. Please send our best to the the victim and, and the and the family. And um, we're cheerleading for you to get to the truth and get to the bottom of what happened. And 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 I think every parent will be better served um, when you guys get to the bottom of what's happening. So please just keep us posted and let us know how Casey and I can can help because we we want justice for this child and this family, and and we want a better Brownsburg school, a better Brownsburg school system so thank you so much for for being with us today thank you you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc